The side of the story that's most frequently covered is our impact on the patient's lives, but the side that's often kind of left unturned is the patients and their families' yeah. impact on our lives. Yeah. And especially when we go on our visits on Tuesdays, you know, it can be after a big win or after a tough loss. And, you know, no matter how you're feeling on that Tuesday, when you go down there, you know, you leave there feeling fortunate and blessed. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back. It's another edition of Skull Stories presented by CenturyLink, the official communications provider of the Minnesota Vikings. I am your host, Wabi, coming to you from the TCO Performance Center and TCO Studios in Egan. Happy holiday season to all of you, and thanks for listening to tonight's edition of Skull Stories. It is going to feature one of our favorites and one of the many good guys in the Vikings locker room. It's going to feature Kyle Rudolph and his wife, Jordan Rudolph. Appropriately enough this week, given it's the holiday season and given the fact that Kyle was just named the Vikings Community Man of the Year, and by definition, is the Vikings nominee for the NFL's version of that distinction, the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year. You guys know Kyle Rudolph quite well. He's been here for eight seasons, was a second-round pick of the Vikings in 2011, has set records for receptions by a tight end, for touchdowns by a tight end in Vikings history, which is saying something because the Vikings have had some pretty good tight ends in their history. Steve Jordan, a previous guest here on Skull Stories, among them. Now, Kyle does not have all of the records for tight ends in Vikings history, but he's got a bunch of them. So you know Kyle Rudolph from that standpoint. But I'm sure you also know that Kyle Rudolph is one of the most community-conscious and philanthropic members of the Vikings organization, and he's been that way ever since he stepped foot in Minnesota after being drafted by the Vikings in April of 2011. And in fact, Kyle's wife, Jordan, has been with him every step of the way, both in terms of him becoming a Viking and playing and him trying to make a difference in the community. Those two together very often at the community visits that Kyle does. Kyle has specialized or has spent a lot of his time focusing his community efforts on children's hospitals, and he has a partnership with the University of Minnesota Masonic Children's Hospital, and we're going to get into that partnership and the fruits of the labor of the U of M Masonic Children's Hospital and Kyle Rudolph and what that has meant for the hospital, for the community, so many patients and their families. If you haven't seen the video that the Vikings Entertainment Network has done, specifically the video that was put together and produced by Skull Stories producer, Nate Vaughn, a valued member of the Vikings Entertainment Network, I recommend that you go and check that out. There's lots of ways you can do it. You can check out this video um, with the Vikings app. You can check out this video at vikings.com, all of the Vikings social media platforms, and you can also watch the video on kfan.com and kfan's Twitter account because they were promoting it on those platforms as well. Again, if you haven't seen it, I recommend you go and check it out. After you listen to this conversation we had with Kyle and Jordan, you're really going to want to watch it and make sure you have some tissues. It's emotional, but it is a really good 
description and picture of the impact that Kyle and Jordan Rudolph have made on so many people, especially at the U of M Masonic Children's Hospital. So that's why we have Kyle and Jordan Rudolph joining tonight's episode of Skull Stories. We want you guys to hear from Kyle and Jordan about the impact they have made in the local community and what the future holds for the Rudolphs, the Minnesota Vikings, and the U of M Masonic Children's Hospital. So here is our conversation with Kyle and Jordan Rudolph. All right, this is a twin-friendly conversation for a few reasons. Kyle and Jordan have twins. I have twins, and Kyle and Jordan's twins are here. So we have a twin-friendly conversation going on here. What's up, Kyle and Jordan? Hi. How about you, How are you? I'm good. Thanks for taking some time to chat with me. Appreciate it. Uh, In the middle of uh, of a busy season as we come down the stretch, Kyle, we talk uh, as it, like staff members in the building. We always talk about how it's the best when your games matter in mm-hmm. December, and it's the worst when they don't matter, yes, isn't it? Absolutely. So we're we're blessed to be in the position we're in. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's awesome as you win games that each one gets the next one gets more important, mm-hmm. and when your most important games are late in December, then that's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. Um, Jordan, you've been to many games this year. Just a few. You've been to a few? <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, good. Uh, we're going to have a few more to get to the, uh, this winter, too, so it should I be hope fun. I so. Yeah. Um, all right, I want to talk to you guys about uh, all the work that you do in the community because it's only picked up um, as the years have gone on, and you guys sort of te- you team up together to do mm-hmm. it, and I think that's really cool because, you know, not, not every player, Jordan, has – is blessed with um, a girlfriend, wife, or partner who will who will do it and spend the time doing it, and you do that. So tell everyone a little bit about how it started for you guys and what the motivation was, maybe if there was a teammate that inspired you to mm-hmm. do it the way you're doing it. I think for both of us it was um, growing up with parents that taught us that it was important to give back. Yeah. And I think that Going through college, I know Jordan did dance marathon at St. Mary's and, you know, benefited Riley Children's Hospital. For me, it was, you know, growing up with a brother who had cancer and my parents spent time in the hospital with him. So uh, kids, cancer, children's hospitals are both something that's uh, extremely special and near and dear to both of our hearts. And then getting drafted here to the Vikings and the relationship that the Vikings have had for 40 plus years with Masonic Children's Hospital mm-hmm. at the U of M. Um, you know, I remember going on my first visit and meeting Nick and Elizabeth at the hospital and just wanting to do more. And then I think when Jordan came the, the following year and started going on the visits and starting to meet um, the faculty and staff at the hospital and the patients and the families, um, it was just something that both of us always wanted to do more. Yeah. You know, when, when you go, when you went on those visits and I, and I've, you know, to cover them for, you know, for Vikings.com, I've, I've been on those too. And, you know, you really, a lot of times, you know, you're there giving your time, but don't you walk away from there sometimes being like, I'm the one who was just given something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, the side of the story that's most frequently covered is our impact on the patient's lives, but the side that's often kind of left unturned is the patient's and their family's yeah. impact on our lives yeah. and um, how much 
uh, our lives are kind of put to perspective when we go down there and we spend time with them. Um, you know, it's awesome, especially when we go on our visits on Tuesdays. You know, it can be after a big win or after a tough loss. And, you know, no matter how you're feeling on that Tuesday, when you go down there, you know, you leave there feeling fortunate and blessed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you guys have done the Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas slash holiday parties mm-hmm. at those hospitals. What, what have those been like over the years? I think the coolest thing, and, you know, it's unfortunate that we have to bring the holidays to the hospital, but the biggest thing is these patients and their families don't have the opportunity to be at home on the holidays. So mm-hmm. um, we want to make sure that they have every opportunity to celebrate the holiday, whether it be in the lobby of the hospital, if they're healthy enough to get down to the lobby, or um, if they're not healthy enough to even leave their room, then we want to get up and, and visit the room. Uh, so just you know, bringing a little joy, happiness, laughter to these patients who aren't healthy enough to leave their room or to leave the yeah. hospital on the holidays. I think that's the, the biggest thing that we try to do. Yeah. Jordan, did you get, you know, when you've gone on these, you're, you're there and you see, you know, you see the kiddo who's being treated, but, mm-hmm. but I would imagine that you're also bonding with mom or dad or sibling, right? right or on or off, right. right? Has that mm-hmm. been an experience for you? Absolutely. I think you grow to have a relationship with the families, um, not just the patients. And unfortunately, um, you do see some of the same patients and their families um, time and time again. And, you know, that is an unfortunate circumstance. But to us, um, we really get a chance to bond and get to know that family and those kids. And I mean, I think they become like family to us and we really care about them and their story and and how they're doing. Yeah. And, and you, fo- you follow up with them. You keep up with them in yeah. some way, I would think. Absolutely. A lot of them have um, Facebook pages that yeah. you can keep up with or Caring Bridge accounts. Um, and then some of the families I've grown pretty close with, you know, we have contact information and yeah. are able to reach out when they just need a listening ear or um, just you know, someone to talk to. Yeah. Support. Right. Yeah. Do you guys, you know, Kyle or, and, or, or Jordan, if you have a, a recollection when you were a young player, Kyle, mm-hmm. was there someone on the Vikings that listeners might remember who you sort of looked at and you were like, I'm going to do it a little like this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, Chad Greenway is a guy who early in my career, not only took me under his wing as a player mm-hmm. and, showed me what it means to be a professional on the field um, but he also showed me what it means to be a professional off the field yeah. and you know with that is giving back to the community um, the Twin Cities have become home for us um, you know obviously our girls were born here and raised here and um, you know we plan on being here for a long time mm-hmm. so uh, seeing what they've done in the community was always inspiring to us and both he and his wife, Jenny, have done so many great things throughout the Twin Cities and in the Dakotas down in Iowa uh, through their Lead the Way Foundation that, you know, we supported their foundation early in my career. And, you know, they kind of fueled the desire for us to want to do more outside of that. And um, having a guy like that who showed me what it means to not only be a great football player, but an incredible member of this community, uh, you know, an outstanding father, an outstanding husband. You know, there's so much more to him than just the football player. And, you know, he's kind of the one who, who taught me what, what it means to be all those things. 
always cool to hear someone who is established as a leader in the community and as a player and where they sort of learn the tricks of the trade. Steve Hutchinson, Chad Greenway, among those who have helped Kyle Rudolph in that way, and now undoubtedly Kyle and Jordan have probably taken other members of the Vikings under their wing and are doing the same thing and paying it forward. So we're going to have more from our conversation with Kyle and Jordan Rudolph, including details on some specific projects the Rudolphs have done at the U of M Masonic Children's Hospital. That will be coming up after the break. Before we go to break, though, I want to tell you about another program on KFAN. You can join host Mike Musman along with Everson Griffin at the Truck Park in St. Paul on Thursday at 5.30 p.m. for a live broadcast of Vikings Country. You could win some great prizes, including tickets in the Miller Lite Lounge at U.S. Bank Stadium. Visit vikings.com slash vikingscountry for more info and a full schedule. And for more from Kyle and Jordan Rudolph, please stay tuned. Hey, everyone. We are back. This is Skull Stories. I'm your host, Wabi. More from Kyle and Jordan Rudolph coming up in 30 seconds. But first, I want to tell you about something else that is on the premises here at the TCO Performance Center. Tis the football season, and what better place to spend the holidays with your Vikings family than at the Vikings Museum right here in Egan. Fans can learn the fascinating stories and insider details of the franchise throughout its over 50-year history in fun and unique ways. Learn more at vikings.com slash museum. Learn more about Kyle and Jordan Rudolph right now. So the the end zone project, that's sort of the newer the newest thing, right? Yes. Can, can you yeah, tell us about that? Yeah. Opened in March officially. I think we you know, had the ribbon cutting ceremony last December mm-hmm. and um, been open and fully staffed since March. Uh, we've had over 3,000 visitors since March, and it's basically a 3,000 square foot, um, all inclusive play space, hangout area, um, gaming room, mm-hmm. reading, quiet area. Um, you know, we, we tried to ask the patients. Um, there's an advisory committee, and it's current patients, former patients, siblings of patients, so all kids. And we asked them, you know, if, if we're going to build a space and we're going to put things in it that you guys would want to do on a daily basis that would allow you to escape your rooms, escape the real reason why you're here, the medicine, the treatments, the rehab, um, and just be a kid, you know, what would you be doing at home if you weren't here mm-hmm. um, that you can't do here? Uh, and we came up with the, this space that has a basketball hoop, a video simulator where you can play basketball, you can play baseball, football, hockey, um, pretty much any sport, you know, they can dial it up on there. Mm-hmm. And uh, the cool part about the simulator is no matter what your circumstances, uh, if you're on crutches, if you're in a wheelchair, if you have an IV pole, it doesn't matter. You can still participate in every one of the games. And mm-hmm. As you move your way a little further, you know, we got into a kitchen space where, you know, some of the hospital patients can come down and bake cookies if they want. You know, we can have meals catered there. Um, The tables can also be used for arts and crafts. Uh, The kids can come down and the tables are all different heights. So the little kids can sit at the tables and they can do arts and crafts. Uh, There's a a technology hub. 
and they have four giant TVs. You could play four games at once, or you could play one game on all four TVs. Mm-hmm. Uh, then there's a bubble hockey table, which is probably the most popular thing in there, which we had no idea was going to be of so popular. Of course it is. Minnesota, right? Yeah, so the, the bubble hockey is... I that the sports simulator is yeah. the most popular thing. Yeah. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. That's that was, that was my pride. Um, <laughs> Then you work your way a little further, and it's kind of that's where the quiet space starts to come in. You have more of like a lounge area yeah. where the teenagers can hang out when they have friends that come visit and you want a little bit of time away from mom and dad. Uh, you can hang out there. Uh, and then finally is like a forest, and it's it's trees on the wall, and then there's a bunch of books, and you can listen to your music back there and just really sit, relax, um, read a book, meditate, have quiet time. Uh, just do whatever you want to kind of escape the mm-hmm. hospital. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the end zone, and you know it's it's far exceeded our expectations and our dreams of what we thought this space would be, and how we thought this space would support the patients. Yeah, uh, the feedback that we've gotten from mostly parents and nurses um, about the kids has been pretty incredible. Yeah, and you know it's also probably an important part of it is it's stuff that they can do inside. Yeah, right? I mean. Because here we are right now in December, right? And so if you build an awesome pl- – like the Vikings organization has built playgrounds at some of these schools, mm-hmm. and I know you guys have been involved in that too, with that too. But, like, you got to do stuff inside here in Minnesota. Yeah, right? absolutely. And there is an awesome playground there that um, John Sullivan and Chad Greenway yeah. donated. Um, so there's a playground there and a basketball court outside from Sports Engine, which are awesome in the summer and the fall when the fall isn't rainy like it was this fall. Um, But it's nice to be able to give them that space where they can come down no matter what it's doing outside and Mm -hmm. be able to be active. As Kyle said, when we met with the kids council, their number one request were, I mean, some were a bit far fetched, Mm -hmm. but (laughs) we basically got that they just want to be active and they wanted to be kids. So that's what we tried to implement. Yeah. And, um, the how did it happen with the Masonic Children's Hospital? How did you go to partner with them? You know, because there are other places that you could have chosen. Yeah, no, there the Twin Cities is unique in the fact that there are four really good children's yeah. hospitals here in town. You know, all of which do certain things extremely well. Uh, I think the biggest thing was just the prior relationship that the Vikings have had with Masonic. Um, you know, when I got drafted here in 2011, Steve Hutchinson was the guy who had started the golf tournament in the summer, mm-hmm. was hosting the holiday huddles um, and, and patient visits. Uh, so I went on my first visit and then I got to know more, like I said, of the faculty and staff and, um, you know, Nick and Elizabeth and their team and just wanted to do more. And, you know, the, the Vikings have a room at the hospital. Um, the Will family has their auditorium there. They made an unbelievable gift to build an auditorium and conference room so uh, the doctors and nurses there can have a video conference that can be seen all over the world mm-hmm. on some of their research. And um, so I think the biggest thing that has kind of led us there uh, was the Vikings relationship. Um, but the thing that's kept us there is our relationship with the faculty and staff and everyone at the hospital. Yeah. And, and, um, you probably have built relationships with those, um, you know, administrators or Mm -hmm. staff members there in addition to the, to the patients and families. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Jordan can speak on this. I think she's, you know, she's the one that deals with them 
probably more than I do, um, just because I know that Jordan's easier to get in touch with. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, from the staff, the support staff, the doctors, the nurses, everyone that we see down there on a daily basis when we visit, um, you know, you see a lot of the same faces for the last eight years, and yep. you get to know them, and they get to know us. Uh, and it's it's a lot of fun because, you know, we look forward to seeing them not only at the hospital, but then, you know, at Fashion Fest, at Wine Fest and the different events that, you know, the Children's Hospital is putting on throughout yeah. the year. Um, Kyle's going to get a little uncomfortable with this because we're going to talk really nice about him right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you have known Kyle for a long time, Jordan. Yes. And you appreciate Kyle, not just because he's really good at football and right. helps us, but this side of him and of you that, um, you know, gets you to give so much time and effort to something like this. Mm-hmm. You've seen that in Kyle for a long time. So I bet you appreciate him being able to show that, that he's not just a football player. Right. right 100%. I think it just shows the type of person that he is, um, both on and off the field. He, mm-hmm. he touched a lot on, um, how great of a person Chad Greenway is and I mean I couldn't agree more but um he he fails to include himself uh-huh. yeah yeah he, he's not very good at you know owning up and saying you know what I'm not too bad either because yeah. he's not he's he's a great dad he's an awesome husband and he's phenomenal in our community here in Minnesota but um also in South Bend and in Cincinnati where he's yeah been. but I mean like think back to when this first started Jordan when you first came to Minnesota and and what it is not like now for you guys with your you know you've um you've settled down here you've become a um a member of the community it's right. it's pretty cool isn't it it is it's really cool coming here uh 8 years ago yeah um we you know we would just go to the hospital for right. the visits and um when i came it was John Sullivan that would host the holiday huddles. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, we would go with them. And then as Kyle said previously, it's, it was more of like, what more can we do? You know, we both were constantly searching for, for more to do and a different way to give back. And we saw how great John, John was and his contribution as well as Chad. And, you know, we really wanted to do something that would leave our mark on the hospital yeah. and be here, whether we were here or not. Yeah. You certainly have done that. You're, you're uh, multi-time community couples of, of the year. That's how I would look at it, you know, with oh, you thank guys. You. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you guys for taking some time out of the busy schedule to talk about it here on School Stories. It's awesome. Absolutely. absolutely. All right, Thanks us. for having us. You bet. See you guys later. Okay, everyone, that's going to do it for tonight's episode of Skull Stories. Remember, we will be back before the final game of the season up against the Chicago Bears and hopefully won the following week as the Vikings get ready for a wild card weekend playoff game. In order to reach the playoffs, the Vikings probably going to have to beat the Detroit Lions on Sunday. That game is going to be at Ford Field in downtown Detroit. Kickoff is slated for noon central time. You can hear that game right here on the Vikings Radio Network, where voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen, will bring you the boom at noon. In the booth with him will be former Vikings coach and player Pete Bursich. He is the analyst for the Vikings Radio Network. On the sideline will be Greg Coleman, as usual, and also Ben Lieber. So we look forward to bringing you that broadcast from Motown on Sunday. Again, kickoff noon central time. The pregame show 
which is hosted by Muss, Mike Mussman. That will begin at 10 a.m. Central. So if you wake up anxious like I do seven hours before the game every single game day, you have that to look forward to two hours before the game. Mike Mussman breaking everything down and previewing the Vikings game against the Detroit Lions with the help of head coach Mike Zimmer. PA does an interview with him and with the help of Greg Coleman, Ben Lieber, Pete Bursich, yours truly, and many others. So we look forward to that. As for that game against the Detroit Lions, well, the Vikings are coming off a pretty good victory over the Miami Dolphins. They scored the most points they've scored since week 16 of 2015, more than two seasons ago. The Vikings scored 41 points against the Miami Dolphins with interim offensive coordinator Kevin Stefanski at the helm. So bravo to the new Vikings offense and how it looked and how it operated. Let's see if they can do it again against a little bit tougher caliber opponent and an opponent that will be on the road. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if the Vikings offense can keep it going. The Vikings defense has been balling out since week four, and they will look to continue doing that against Matthew Stafford, who's got a banged up group of receivers, but a really good one in Kenny Galladay, who's been their main weapon since Marvin Jones went down. Should be a fun game on Sunday. We look forward to bringing you the broadcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Remember, another edition of Skull Stories coming up next Tuesday night. We encourage you to join us at 6.30 p.m. Central Time for that. On behalf of Skull Stories producer Nate Vaughn, I'm your host, Wabi, signing off for now. Happy holidays, everyone. Have a good rest of the week. 